So hi, everybody. It's Mark Fonseca Renderu, and you're listening to Citizen Reporter, the podcast that this month is on the road in India. We're listening, we're learning, usually to passionate people whose projects tell us something more about this vast nation in 2016. And today, it's really about the sounds. Sometimes our interviews are about ideas, projects. This one, we get to really use podcasting to listen because the theme is music, and not just any music, but we're going to talk about the sounds of Goa, that magical state. No one calls it magical, but I just did. The story goes like this, okay? I'm at this wonderful shop and community space where local products are sold and interesting ideas are shared, and I'm there to give a little talk about podcasting, as sometimes I get to do, and a friendly guy by the name of Jitten He's there. He's actually trying something on in the shop. We're looking around and we get to talking and I tell him about our project south of Mumbai. He picks up his phone and he says, I'm calling my friend Colin. You've got to meet. And just like that, within a few hours, the next morning, I'm somehow sitting in a studio. Well, the rest, as they say, is history. Or in this case, it's for your listening pleasure. So get ready for music the occasional motorcycle. Uh, but no, get ready for music and one person's mission to put going music on the map. Or perhaps more of a mission is to make it accessible. It's Jazz Goa and Colin de Cruz right now. Let's go. Kuch na kahu. All right. Well, one thing I like to always begin with, um, besides my own introduction, people know uh, this is you're listening to Citizen Reporter, and I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. We're here in Goa. And uh, one thing I like to have is every guest of mine be able to introduce themselves as they wish, as they like to be known. Uh, so when you usually introduce yourself uh, at a party, Colin, how do you how do you do it? I don't know if I'll do this at a party, <laughs> but if I'm uh, introducing myself on your show, mm. and thanks for having me on your show, I would call myself a music producer, a musician, and. Uh, record label. First of all, we have to describe the, the environment we're sitting in. I mean, this is your home, which is, that's something people are familiar with, the idea of a home where you also record. Uh, but you have taken it a step further and built your, your home studio as, as a core part of your, your home. Yes, Mark. I think this is, you know, every musician's dream to produce music out of your own studio. And uh, it's a dream come true for me too. I set up the studio as a very tiny part of the home and now it's become the most important part of my home. Yeah, the way the way we sit here is kind of like the heart of the house. Definitely. wonder where does it all begin for you i think it starts with music so maybe we should 
start there, but tell me about your first uh, experiences with, with becoming or why you became a musician. Actually, you know, I would uh, take that right back to my childhood when uh, I remember, vividly remember, you know, watching a live band perform. This was at some event my parents took me to and I suddenly discovered, you know, where music actually came from because for, for that amount of time it was always from a radio or from my stereo at home and suddenly I saw it actually coming from musicians and I found that moment very magical. It stayed with me and I think subconsciously that was what made me decide to be a musician later in life. What do you do? Uh, you At that time you were growing up in Goa or in Mumbai? I was in Mumbai. In Mumbai. So what were your options then if you want to pursue this life of a musician? As in any other place in the world, you know, it's the decision to be a professional musician is not an easy one. And uh, it's something you do because you're passionately driven. It's not uh, that I wanted to be a musician. Music wanted me to be a musician. Looking back after about 40 years of performing, I think it was the right decision I made. It's Music makes me happy and I'm happy to be a professional musician. If you ask anyone about the job that they do or the passion they have in life, somewhere in that conversation is always what my parents wanted or what my family thinks of what I'm doing. So I dare to pose you the same question, or, or maybe for the musicians that you do meet, since you work with so many of them. Uh, how is it nowadays, how was it then and how is it nowadays when a child or a, even an adult turns to their family and says, I love music. I'm I'm going to be a musician. I'll speak from the point of view of Goa and India. Now, if every child obeyed his parents and decided to do what their parents want them to do, you would have only lawyers, engineers and doctors in this country. So, you know, it takes a little courage and uh, and a lot of passion actually to to drive you into deciding that to drive you and to decide to go against the tide and, you know, do something that you really enjoy doing, even if it's playing music. Today, music has grown into a business. It's grown, grown into an industry. It's not something very casual that it could, could have been years ago. There are different avenues, you know, for earning a living as a musician. It's not just playing music. You could be a producer. You could be a, a engineer. You could be so many different things. In the, within the music industry. So very viable industry and an industry where you actually enjoy your work.
most important advice I give youngsters today is uh, it's great, you know, to have technology and make use of technology. But always remember, music comes from honing your skills on a musical instrument. It doesn't really come from pressing that play button on your machine. <laughs> Tell me about the you and musical instruments. I'm sitting next to a upright bass that you've told me came all the way from New York, uh, which is no small feat. I had enough trouble being bringing a bag with underwear and shirts, but you have a upright bass. Yes, it's a huge risk I took actually ordering the instrument online. And uh, I was fortunate that it arrived in fantastic shape. Uh, the reason why I opted to go in for an acoustic instrument is I got a little tired of the electronic sounds of music. And I think globally too, we are going around full circle and coming back to acoustic instruments. So I just wanted to prepare myself for that event. <laughs> so we're in the state of Goa and uh, Goa is unique for, for many different things and, and perhaps in some of these recordings people who are listening have heard some of what perhaps sets Goa apart from other places in the country, in the world. Uh, tell us a little bit about music in Goa, types of music in Goa, even, even description of the, the kinds of instruments. And it's a hard thing to do, but describe the sound. Goa is a tourist, uh, global tourist destination. And besides the beaches and the lovely environment, Goa is known for its music. The people here are very musical. Not necessarily the musicians. Every person here is born with music playing around them. They live their lives with music playing around them. And they even die with music playing at their funerals. So you see, music is a big part of Goan way of life. An important uh, uh, part of Goa is, you know, musicians from around the world arrive in Goa like clockwork every year. And I got the opportunity to work with musicians from around the world. Some of them really legendary musicians who land up in Goa, some of them who set up home in Goa, like uh, globally renowned uh, saxophonist Henry Threadgill from New York lives in Goa. He has a home in Moira. Like him, there are many others who come here and I get the opportunity to work with the whole world just living in Goa. So, to me, Goa is music. Mm. And what about the, the music that, that comes from here? You started to talk about it, the, the, the music that people hear every day that they're born with, that they even, when they die, plays. Uh, what does it sound like? What instruments are at least, you know, original or... or go back a ways that people use for the music of Goa? You know, thanks to the Portugal influence, Goa used to be a Portuguese colony. All our instruments here are Western instruments, unlike the rest of the country where we have Indian instruments like the sitar and tabla. In Goa, it's the violin, it's the guitar, it's the mandolin, it's the saxophone. It's all the Western instruments that make up the sound of Goan music. And uh, very typically, a uh, a local song in Goa called the Mando is a very catchy and happy beat and very similar to uh, Sega music. So, you know, it's very happy dance music and that's another thing about Goa. People just love to dance. At the drop of a hat, if they hear the sound, the sound of a Mando, you'll find them on the dance floor. Mas te ver 
language uh, we have different languages as you said as a as a destination place a lot of people come here and even within the country there's migration that brings people here uh, when it comes to music what language are people making their music in and I don't know does that have any impact in in what we get in terms of music the local language is Konkani and of course that's the most popular language for music uh, Portuguese is another popular language thanks to the Portugal uh, connection and of course thirdly it's Hindi because Bollywood is taking over the whole country and of course the whole world today. So these three languages are the most popular and then you find musicians from different parts of the world coming and strutting their stuff you know Spanish singers you find Colombian salsa bands here you find Australian bands you find musicians from every part of the world so you hear different languages when you go to a live concert or a live performance hmm. now now i need your help i need you to be my guide uh now bollywood is a name that will resonate with probably everyone listening to a certain extent right maybe some of you listening have seen one bollywood film i'm talking now to my american listeners perhaps so let's do a little educating or a little informing uh besides being this huge engine of filmmaking uh you're pointing towards the the music uh tell us a little bit about that if you could introduce it to someone who's not familiar uh music and bollywood and then yeah how it starts to take over the world as a goan uh, you know i'm very proud to say that the music industry in bollywood began with goan musicians it was the goan musicians who migrated to bombay and set up the industry there because of our knowledge of western music instruments and all western music western instrument instrumentation was done and uh, our goan musicians helped bollywood uh, to understand you know western harmonies and uh, they were p- very much part of the whole actually i would call them pillars of the industry in in bombay now uh, what started as actually a degenerate word for an industry you know bollywood is a t- degenerate degenerate take off on b- hollywood mm. today it's recognized around the world as a world industry and you know we are creating movies and music that has grabbed the attention of the world today uh, music director directors can afford to book, book studios in europe you know mm. there are orchestras being booked in europe to record uh, current bollywood songs the songs are being mastered and mixed in new york and in london so the quality of the music is definitely very high bollywood can afford the best hmm. and you're hearing some of the really uh, best commercial recordings out of bollywood yeah so if somebody tells you they love a good bollywood song you say yeah me too or that's good <laughs> yeah today i would say i enjoy playing bollywood music i've toured with some of the bollywood icon- icons like uh, 
आशा भोसले एंड सोने सोनू निगम ट्वेंटी ईयर्स गो आई वुड बी सेंग आई एन्जॉय प्लेइंग बॉलीवुड म्यूजिक बट टुडे यस आई वुड से आई एन्जॉय बॉलीवुड म्यूजिक वॉट चेंज इट्स द क्वालिटी द लेवल ऑफ प्रोडक्शन एंड द साउंड ऑफ म्यूजिक हेज चेंज इन बॉलीवुड इट्स वेरी वेस्टर्नाइज नाउ एंड मी बींग अ वेस्टर्न म्यूजिशियन आई एन्जॉय द वेस्टर्न साउंड ऑफ म्यूजिक talk about your work a little bit with um musicians you have a home studio here you you are a record label yourself in many ways uh, although not in the traditional sense perhaps in the in the current day sense how did this come about that you began producing uh young musicians what was the inspiration at that time and and how do you go about doing that uh mark after 40 years of playing professionally i felt it was time to give back music gave me everything in life and more now it was time for me to return and uh, what better way than you know helping youngsters who are just starting off and uh, i've been recording them a lot of them have come up with some really good originals i've been recording them putting them up on the internet promoting them online and also on a couple of radio shows here in goa mm. in fact i produce a an entire radio show called goa grooves where i broadcast these artists so it was coming from my background when i started off there was nothing like this you know it was very difficult to even dream of entering a recording studio mm. so today i have the opportunity to help artists and why not yeah and what are you seeing who are you seeing are they gone to school done lessons are they people who just taught themselves who tell us a little bit about the the kinds of musicians that are coming forward to to be recorded in your in your studio yeah actually right from you know music uh, youngsters who are studying music to youngsters who are studying architecture <laughs> and doing music as a hobby i've been recording all types and right from the age of 9 to the age of 90 i actually recorded a family of uh, grandfather father and son on one song Sing. 
yours till the end of life's story This pledge to you, dear, I bring Yours till the grey of December Yours on a far distant shore I'll never love anyone the way I love you How could I when I was born to be So we are pretty much open to you know youngsters the types of music genres of music being recorded and uh, I do my best to produce a great song for them I definitely want to ask more about uh Konkani music uh because as you said there are many types of music being played in Goa uh, some perhaps depending on the year more than others getting more attention perhaps on the radio uh but you've been busy promoting Konkani music Tell me a bit about how you go about doing that and and, and of course the why. Uh yeah, Konkani songs are the local music in Goa, very popular among Goans. And Goans are all over the world. You'll find pockets of Goan Goans in just about every country in the world today. Now, songs that are produced in Konkani reach out to all these Goan communities. And I decided to go one step further and take our songs to other communities to to other people to the world so one way i could do that was turning the songs into jazz jazz songs you know i use konkani lyrics but the songs were actually jazz compositions and right enough i found people from all over the world downloading these songs mm-hmm. besides goans you know i find downloads from italy i find downloads from colombia i find downloads from australia so i think i've done what i set out to do you know taking music from goa to other parts of the world ekirazzo mogutu somakanaka also dum bota pura racha moga explain a little bit the the use of jazz i mean you're a lover of jazz it's perhaps your first love when it comes to music and then combining this with bollywood music i mean this is something really i think people almost have to hear to understand but how do you explain it yeah talking about combining jazz with konkani and with bollywood jazz is the most open alive and evolving form of music that allows you you know to produce any sound of uh, music jazz embraces any other form of music so why not you know if it is bollywood i can have a bollywood jazz version if it's rock i can have a jazz rock version if it's country i can have jazz country so being from india 
I turned Konkani songs into jazz and then I also went ahead and did a Bollywood jazz album. The same with the same idea, you know, to take Bollywood songs to more people around the world. And uh, there too I found a lot of success. There's been a lot of downloads of these Bollywood jazz songs. Chahe tum kuch na kaho Maine sun liya ke saathi pyar ka Mujhe chun liya chun liya Maine sun liya What are the biggest obstacles to doing what you do, what you've been doing when it comes to recording musicians, when it comes to distributing or sharing music? What do you find are the biggest stumbling blocks that you that you have to, well, always find a way around when it comes to doing your work? Actually, thanks to the inter- internet, I think today there are very few stumbling blocks, you know. I am hmm. free to record my songs the moment it is produced it's out there for the world to hear and for the world to download so i've done away with the middleman and i've done away with most of the obstacles there mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, right now the music i've produced i have over 150 originals they are all available for free downloads at my website called jazzgoa.com there are over 150 songs distributed at different websites around like bandcamp and reverb nation sound click on an average i have around 400 downloads a day hmm. which is something great it's enormous it's more than you know what any record label would do for me yeah you, you and i were speaking briefly before starting to record today and we're talking about that classic issue that people talk about the downloading of music for free versus for pay or or something in between uh, just in case people aren't familiar with the context in in India now speaking more broadly the tradition that's been said is one of if it's free then i then i download it is that right i mean it's not we're not talking about a a place where people are so prepared or even interested in necessarily sending you money i mean talk a little bit about this relationship between music getting music and and the sort of cultural habits yeah today people have got a huge amount of music available to them that can be downloaded for free and actually i really don't see why people should pay when uh, they can, there's such a huge amount of music available for free now i did try selling my music in the early stages <clears throat> and i found there were just you know one or two hits in 3 months while as soon as i offer them for free they were 2 to 300 hits a week so i would rather have my music heard than uh, sold you know they were trying to sell it there was no one hearing it mm. and when i offered them for free there were huge amounts of downloads now it works monetarily to an around about way for me mm. 
because people who have heard my music book me for events for shows unknown artists i've been producing are today known in a small pocket in a small way people know them because they like their songs so in a roundabout way even though they they, they may not be direct monetary benefits there are benefits hmm and when it comes to keeping you going with some equipment replacement that might be necessary and i speak here knowing full well how it goes sometimes <laughs> you can have a microphone that lasts you forever uh and sometimes you can have well a computer that is great but after 3 or 4 years needs replacing how to afford to you know keep your your side of it going and and i know this is also the kind of question your your my family would ask me at a at a family gathering around the holidays how do you continue doing what you love how do you keep it uh, funded uh, fortunately i have been very lucky in this profession that i've chosen and i was able to you know actually buy my own home and buy everything that life uh, offers just hmm. by just playing music it's music that has paid for everything you know and it continues to do so is it the live performance that actually and and this may be relevant for other musicians as well in in this context is it the live performance that that keeps those funds coming or? actually it's only the live performance you know it's only the live performance and i've been doing events around the world so besides the corporate events in our own country we've been touring we've been doing festivals and uh, there are the monetary elements there are quite big returns uh, uh, through performing music mm. okay and what's what's the looking forward now 2016 2017 uh what's the style of music or the what is it in music that has you most curious uh wanting to learn wanting to explore I'm looking forward to hearing some EDM jazz. I think that's going to be the next uh avenue for jazz. EDM music has taken over the world, it's popular all around. And I don't see uh, I think in the near future you'll find another genre of jazz called EDM jazz. Hmm. Well, Colin, thanks so much for taking time for us and having us in your studio and and sharing some of the sounds. Uh, all the best in in all your work. Thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure. That was Colin De Cruz talking music and Goa with help from songs he has recorded. And I'll have a full list for you if you go to citizenreporter.org or you can do what so many people like to do as Colin tells us go over to Jazz Goa you can google it Jazz Goa G O A or you can go to jazzgoa.tripod.com tripod T R I P O D and you can download all these songs and as you hear he's very into you guys sharing sending no worries about names and such but I do want to have a list of the musicians titles and the tracks So, coming up on the podcast, uh just to give you a little preview, we're going to be talking sea turtles. We're going to be talking recycling and reuse culture. We're going to be talking architecture in Goa because there is so much to look at and consider. And from there, the journey continues. Uh it's hot. Doesn't always go as we plan, but it is always interesting, 
Most often, it's fun. And of course, like I like to tell you at the end of every show, if you've enjoyed this series so far, show your appreciation, show you're out there. Click on the link in the show notes on citizenreporter.org and throw us a few bucks on the GoFundMe. You know, the journey is called South of Mumbai. You can search for it or follow the link. And we're very thankful. Many of you have shown your support. But indeed, there are costs and you can help us with that. Uh, so please do. Thanks again to Colin de Cruz and thanks to series producer Chinmay and our number cruncher Yulia. Let's see. I think that's everyone. I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. I will talk to you soon. See ya.